I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Good, good. Tired as always, but I mean, that's the norm. I just don't know why, because like I don't do anything other than work and like this and <laughs> like be in my house, but I'm always tired. How about you? Yeah, Mondays are rough. Um, I've also been moving. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been going through that. So everything hurts. My body hurts mentally. I'm in pain and um, my wallet hurts. So just a lot of pain going on right now. <laughs> but, you know, are you fully like set up or like livably set up? Uh, I'm getting there. Hopefully this week. Gotcha. We'll gotcha. Uh- well, congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's so yeah, exciting. I have not been active on the pod, Twitter, or any of the other socials. So sorry to anyone out there who may have cared, but yeah. <laughs> hey, you know we're here recording, so we're doing it. You know we we weren't sure we'd be here this week. <laughs> exactly. So, this is dedication, but we have a lot of topics we want to cover today. So do you want to jump in? Yeah. Um. Let's get started from the top of our list. So we kind of touched on this in another podcast, but so much has happened in the last few weeks that we felt like we had to revisit it. Uh, Not like we felt like we just knew we had to revisit it, right? It just, it's only right. Um, And so we wanted to continue to talk about um, anti-Asian violence that's been going on in the U.S., um, since we recorded the first episode a few weeks ago, um, we were talking about the comments that, um, that German DJ, radio host, whatever he was, uh, was making, uh, towards BTS, but there's just been an increased amount of violence, um, in the U.S. since then. Um, I read that violence went up 150% in 2020 um, against Asians. And in particular, there was a mass shooting that happened um, in which eight people were killed um, by who I'm going to call domestic terrorists because I know uh, people won't classify him by that um, (laughs) because he's white. I mean, it is. He definitely is, um, and I think we need to start labeling labeling them as such because that's why things like this continue to happen um, because we have a problem in the U.S. and we don't want to recognize it and we don't want to make laws against it. 
um, and we don't want to give them the due justice, or I should say, we don't want to treat them in the same manner that they uh, will treat a black person, for instance, for having an air freshener in their car, which happened today, and is, yeah. um, you know, why there's riots going on in Minnesota again. Um, it, it's just insane. Um, but yeah, it, rest in peace to those individuals who had to senselessly lose their lives um, for something that is 100% a hate crime, not some like sexually charged vengeance that they were trying to make it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can say that we haven't already said here and elsewhere a million times. I mean, it's just, it's extremely heartbreaking on all fronts. I mean, the lack of justice. I I mean, obviously the fact that it happened in the first place, but the lack of justice and accountability and I don't know how many times we have to see, like, that there are multiple Americas, you know, um, before we can have some actual equality and justice. So it's just really heartbreaking. Yeah. It's just really unfortunate because Asian Americans have been stereotyped up and down for years, centuries, um, and that hypersexualization of Asian women has definitely led to this hate hate crime. Um and I'm I am glad that we're having the conversation about the racism that Asians face in the US, but it's just unfortunate that this is what has to cause it. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't know if this is like too hot of a take and if we want to cut it, we can, but I'm, I don't even know how to verbalize this. I'm so tired of like sharing resources and stuff like after the fact, like that doesn't bring people back. Like these are families that have been, um, you know, torn apart and broken by senseless acts of violence that don't need to happen. But like, when are we going to start? actually addressing like the root causes and getting justice instead of like having to say like thoughts and prayers a thousand times because obviously that's not doing anything and it's it's just very disheartening I don't know I I don't have other words for it yeah it's just it's it's like hard to wrap your head around that like we've we've come pretty far in terms of like civil rights and things like that but we still have such a long way to go clearly um much work needs to be done to dismantle racism and i don't know if it's something that could ever happen like totally and completely um like be wiped out but this is learned behavior this isn't something that you're just innately born with um this is something that you learn you you're either taught it from childhood or it's something that you learn in your developmental years um to just hate and 
it's just unfortunate that we are still here and it's just so hard like it's just it's getting to the point where it's like it's hard to just go outside of your own home right like without being in fear that something could happen to you right okay we're in fear of like this virus that we can't see but then there's like another like unknown threat of someone possibly walking into a store and like shooting you or walking into your workplace and shooting you like I I don't know we just shouldn't have to like live in fear like this just walking down the street like just walking down the street and someone just pushes you to like the ground to the point where like you've hit your head and and now you're like no longer alive it's just sick And and there's no like there's no reason for it other than racism that's all that it is and it's just that we're still here and physical violence is like an extreme manifestation of that but the problem too is like sticky perceptions that people don't like reflect upon or evaluate like why do you think that certain people are a funny shtick or why do you have these preconceived notions like who has conditioned you or what has conditioned you in that way? So the US government put Asians in camps, like by the masses. Yeah. Um like there's people that we're supposed to respect and we're supposed to have faith in and like they have perpetuated this hate this violence for years um and it's just hard to it's hard to know who to trust and I don't know I just feel like it's just hard to even operate (laughs) in life at this point it's just weird it's a weird time yeah I feel like there's so much I could say but it's just it's truly heartbreaking it really is and like the thing is it's not it's not inevitable that's the hardest part for me like we don't have to live this way we don't but why and I, I struggle with this too and and I've had people say to me like well things have changed so much you know in the last 30 to 40 to 50. I mean, pick your cause, right? And like pick your year. Like things have changed so much, but like that doesn't that things have changed so much does not mean that the change is enough. Yeah. Like it's so obvious that we're not there. And what are we supposed to do? Like just be like, okay, well, like some change is better than no change. Like things are not good. Yeah. They're not. So anyway. Yeah. I could it's go on for an hour take- about this. But. It shouldn't take mass shootings or like a ridiculous increase in violence for us to be having conversations like this these are conversations that we should be having like very early on i'm talking like primary school like middle school high school the same way that we have um you know white american history pumped into our heads from k through 12 we need to have conversations about the rest of american history 
um, not just on like Black History Month, not just on like Asian American History Month. Like it should be just history period um, because we are well aware that the U.S. is um, made up of many different cultures, which means there's many different I don't want to say many different histories because it's not, but <laughs> there's many different people who make up yeah. American history. Um, yeah. And we need to talk about this and we need to start talking about racism in schools. Like it should be trying to actively dismantle these things. You, you can't just leave it up to parents anymore because obviously like it's not working. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, parents have gaps in their own knowledge as well. Yeah. I mean, it just keeps going, right? Like, right. And then the internet's not making it any better. You can just get a wealth of information on the internet, and all the information is not going to be good. Um, yeah. So, the internet can be a place that breeds hate. Um, and we've seen that with many other mass shootings that have happened. So. Yeah. And that's another part of the challenge, right? Everything is so intersectional. Like you can talk about racism, you can talk about sexism and fetishization of women and Asian women. You can talk about like the need for gun control. I mean, like there's so many aspects to the problems that plague us. It can be hard to like see how we, how we can get there. Right. So, um, we also wanted to bring up BTS's stance on um, Stop Asian Hate. They released a statement um, of their own, which was really touching. Um, I'm not ever really expecting them to have to make statements. Like, I wasn't necessarily expecting them to make a comment on like black lives matter i i really wanted them to but i mean they don't necessarily have to but i was hoping they would make a comment for this as well and they did um and it was just heartbreaking to read yeah i mean we know and we've talked about it a million and one times on this podcast um the racism that they've experienced in the west both in the U.S., in Europe, um, you know, there have been repeated instances of this and some of it more insidious or violent than others, right? But all of it really troubling. Um, and so to hear them speak about their experience, even in like a formal statement, I think was um, really powerful. And I think they know the platform that they have. Right. I love that they like you said, they recognize that they have this platform, so they they choose to use it wisely um, to spread a message that they are affected by this, um, just like many other Asians, Asian Americans are. Um, I would hope that it would be a wake-up call for some people who have interacted with BTS in the past or will, um, but obviously that's not the case because recently, um, I don't know what this was, like a Chilean talk show. Yeah, I think it's like a Chilean version 
of SNL or kind of like a skit or comedy show okay. called Mi Barrio. Um, and this was just like kind of all over um, Stan Twit today. So I'm sure a lot of you have seen it or heard of it. But um, it was another one of those. So so first of all, what they did is they were comparing BTS to Kim Jong-un. Um, and just like... Like when they pretended to speak in Korean, it was just like mumble gibberish. Um, so there's like a lot to unpack here. <laughs> um, but when Army called them out, which of course Army did, um, they kind of issued an apology, if you could call it that. They weren't very contrite. They were like, oh, we'll reflect on our actions and we're always trying to like provide entertainment for people. Well, okay. Like clearly words have power. And given everything going on in the world right now globally, right? Obviously it's a problem in the US too, but like let's not act like anti-Asian racism is only a problem, right? Um, in the US or in Europe, like it's an issue globally. I'm not sure like why. I mean, it's never in good taste, but, like, it's especially insensitive right now. I'm not sure why they thought this was a good call. And then another half apology, which just, like, I don't expect anything else at this point, but it does get me mad. I I just, why does your, why does your comedy have to be racist in order to be, um, funny? I, yeah, I don't get that. Um, I mean, we've talked about this like 10,000 times on the podcast. I don't I have a good answer. Well, <laughs> I don't have any other just, answers. It's, it's just, just frustrating so to see BTS like, talk about the exact same things that just happened to them, right? Like They just said that like these things have happened to us, and it hurts, right? Like It makes us angry. It makes us sad. And then to have the exact same thing happen um, a few weeks later... I don't know. It's just really frustrating to see. It's like, it's 2021. If you can't think of things that are funny without being racist, like you're just not that funny um, or you're not funny at all. But I, the thing that hurts me the most is like, and this is like in general, I guess not specifically me barrio, but does apply to them. But also just like when you are called out, It's the same issue we had with the German radio host, the same issues we've had with the British journalists. Like when you are called out for making a mistake or you have hurt someone, a sincere apology is needed and hopefully some self-reflection and growth, right? Because if people can't grow in their understanding, then like what's the point, right? Like I have to believe that people can grow, but none of these people are showing interest in any kind of like personal growth or sincere apology or self-reflection. Like it's always army or it's always the people like calling out who are too sensitive or whatever word you want to use. Right. And it's just like uh, very exasperating. Yeah. They just don't care. They really don't care. They're only putting it out um, to save face. They genuinely don't care. They're not sorry. But Okay, we can cut this, but, like, even from a strategic standpoint, even if you don't care, like, which is hard to believe, but even if you don't care at all, 
you've seen it go poorly for others with insincere apologies like why would you do the same now like why wouldn't you learn from others mistakes too you know what I mean um because people will continue to support them unfortunately right like those who are not affected won't care but is your insincere apology like really saving face like to me it's not it's not but yeah they'll continue to get people that will still watch the show i don't know if you pay to go watch the show but like you know people will continue to give the money like they'll still have sponsorships so they don't really care like this is just you know insignificant to them it'll just continue to go on um and probably do like other worse things but yeah it it means nothing to them I don't know when we're going to get to the point where, like, we treat other humans as humans. <laughs> like. Yeah. I just want people to stop making it seem like you're so, we're being overly sensitive. Like, no, you're just being racist. Um <laughs> And so we're calling you out on it. I don't think we should let things like this slide. I don't even know how we're going to like switch gears. <laughs> now I'm like in fired up mode. I'm in angry mode. Uh, like now we're going to go talk about dynamite and or Bangmon Khan. And I'm just going to be like, the whole time. <laughs> uh. well, we'll try to be a little bit happier. So in happier news. Yeah. Um, like, cause you gotta find the joy in like something, right? Like, yeah, you're right. The world is like a complete hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say that without cursing. Like, That's it's fine. just a rash out here, okay? <laughs> so you have to find joy in the little things because <laughs> otherwise, you just be depressed. Uh, okay. So, yeah, moving on. (laughs) Dynamite has hit over 1 billion views on YouTube, um, and BTS has become the fastest, uh, is it Korean boy group or boy group in general to do so? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so congratulations, to bts for that achievement um yeah awesome i I mean it feels like dynamite just came out yesterday i know well people also were talking about it's been two years with boy with love recently and i was like no it hasn't (laughs) (laughs) that song just came out (laughs) but yeah time is weird but yeah i agree it seems like dynamite just came out and there's a couple other music videos that are pretty close to hitting the 1 billion mark as well probably within the next couple of weeks so (sighs) very exciting for them i think fake love is one of them boy with love right and i'm kind of blanking right now i should have taken more detailed notes (laughs) anyway guys you can look around on twitter or on youtube there's a few that are getting close please give your streams (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I feel like it's also been on the Billboard charts for a while. I'm not sure about like the Hot 100, um, but I feel like every week I see it on like the global yeah. charts still. So that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And actually, speaking of the charts, we didn't have this on our list, so I won't go in depth, but I saw that Film Out was in the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100, so. Oh, wow. I think it was at number six, which was pretty impressive. And I was like, are we just charting all releases from now on in the (laughs) top 10? And I'm totally fine with that, but I was like, okay, this is the level that we're at. I completely missed that. That's awesome. I I saw this. BTS replaced themselves at number one on the sales chart with Film Out. (laughs) That was on the digital song sales chart. It film out replaced Dynamite. Because I saw people tweeting about like when the only person breaking your records is also you. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that as well. Wow. That's Number awesome. one video. So anyway, we're bringing it all day, every day from here on out. So <laughs> that's one good thing. Like I think last time we were complaining about, well, not complaining, hypothesizing. <laughs> We were agitatedly discussing how we were so scared about, like, what concert ticket sales will be going forward. And, like, I think those concerns are very valid. But um, at the same time, more ARMY means that, like, no one can stop us. So, yeah, I'm like, whew. I don't even want to think about the concert tickets. I refuse. No, no, no. We don't have to go back there. But I'm just think <laughs> about how easy it will be for us to chart going forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's I will true. do a confession that may be like unpopular, but I in my early army days, I was like very I felt very desperate kind of like if I personally did not stream Blood, Sweat, Tears, DNA, Fake Love on, like, 15 devices simultaneously for, like, (laughs) eight hours straight that they wouldn't chart. Um, And, like, that's a cool experience, too. And I know a lot of people are still that way. And, like, I'm glad for them. I take a lot more of a relaxed approach now, let's say, where, like, obviously, if it's day one, I will try to stream as much as possible or, like, take periodic breaks and watch on my phone. Or, like, I have been streaming film out and I did buy it on iTunes. So, like, I'm still trying to support as much as I can, but it's a much more like enjoyable experience because I feel like my actual involvement matters less in a way. I know that sounds weird, but it's like I I know there's other army like holding it down that have my back and more importantly have BTS's back. So like I'm not as like stressed about the charting, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess we just have to be more realistic about what we're able to do um like i mean one person can only do so much right like okay like you said on the first day or maybe like you know the first few days you might be able to stream really hard right but eventually that's not going to be the reality i mean people have things to do right yeah (laughs) yeah for sure people have school people have jobs um even if they don't have either of those things uh, I, i'm not gonna assume that you're just sitting around streaming all day long. yeah and um, if you are that's great like no slander but it yeah you're so right not, it's not an easy thing to do no no but what is easy is doing what's manageable which is like 
listening to an album a day, listening to a song once a day. Like, you know, like those things aren't hard. Putting it in your playlist and listening to it that way, that's not a hard thing to do. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I felt that way too, but I'm like, I cannot beat myself up about this. Like, <laughs> Beaches is not gonna like hate me because I'm not streaming like 24 hours a day. Um, <laughs> right. I think I just felt like that extreme underdog feeling back in the day. You know yeah. what I mean? And now I'm like, okay, like, first of all, there's nothing left to prove. Like, let's unpack that, right? But second of all, like, they're huge. They have all kinds of fans. Yeah. I mean, they were huge back then. My streams probably in the scheme of things did not matter back then either. You know what I mean? But there's just, like, a different vibe. And and maybe that's me. Maybe it's not the fandom. Maybe it's, like, the, the intensity of the baby army, like, honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. But we need the baby army doing that. <laughs> I'm like, do they, do they care? I don't want to say, do, <laughs> I don't want to say like they don't care, but I feel like they're just kind of like riding the wave, and like if it happens, then it happens. Um, sometimes I feel like the things that we do, we want the validation, we want the gratification of seeing them be at the top more than like bts themselves I, yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sure you're right so i'm like there's some awards where i'm just kind of like okay like i don't think they are gonna be like mad if they don't win like hottest <laughs> like hottest males or like whatever (laughs) some of these awards are just like okay like whatever (laughs) yeah I mean I I guess I was thinking of it more from like a um does for example does Namjoon care if Persona hits 100 million streams by his birthday like probably not (laughs) you know what I mean like or whenever we pick these like kind of arbitrary streaming numbers as a fandom I I don't know but obviously like those streams can lead to like real awards and real um honors in some cases so yeah like I get the I get the motivation or the desire to have some of these numbers like you just mentioned persona and, and like it is kind of weird thinking about how like persona has such low streams. Um, I think there's Uh. a lot of, uh, reasons for that. Um, (laughs) Um, anyway, (laughs) but like, that's nothing against Namjoon. Obviously that's everything against, um, solos and like aunties. Um, and like people who don't like rap, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get, I get our motivation for, um, why we want to hit like some of these numbers, but sometimes it's just kind of like, okay. And then some of the, the, the methods that you have to do to like vote, it's like, okay, like I can't, like, it's just a lot of steps. It's not even in something that I can like 
re like I remember trying to do that like years ago like trying to vote for them and stuff like in Korean like setting up these accounts it was just too much <laughs> but um, that's like, what I mean like you yeah. felt this obligation like you had to do so right and I don't just... know if it's us being like in the fandom for longer or because the fandom's bigger I'm like we've got it on lock like they don't need me trying to make an account in Korean <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing and I'm sure they would like oppose and say like yes we do need you um but some of the things I just like I can't that sounds awful to say but it's like I don't feel like it's worth it some of the awards it's just like this is not something that they like really need right like I don't think J-Hope's gonna be sad if he goes to bed if he doesn't have like I don't know, like, hottest brand idol for, like, the week or something like that. Like, some of the awards are just, like, really, like, insignificant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, whatever. Um, (laughs) Sorry if, like... Is this what we get canceled for? Us (laughs) us being, like, we don't have to stream 10 million times a day. I don't have to, like, find my mom's old 1995 computer and, like, dig it out of storage to stream. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the people who are that dedicated. It's just, it's not me. (laughs) I think it just comes down to, like, knowing your boundaries, to your point. And, like, knowing what you can do and the constraints on your time. So, for the people that can do that and are happy to do that and it's not, like, a heavy lift for them, then sure, go for it. That's great. Like, we need you and you're picking up my personal slack right (laughs) but yeah um I don't think like we should feel bad I mean when you think about BTS like they've said time and again they don't really care about the numbers like you know RM said if if we can reduce your pain by like one percent that's enough for me like I don't think we're supposed to be stressing ourselves out in terms of being a fan I mean it is stressful for any number of reasons that we've outlined today and any other day but I don't think I don't think it's a huge deal, but this could be the end of our podcast. Who knows? <laughs> ah, well, um, continuing the brighter news trend. <laughs> Bong Bong Con is back. Um, yes. The second Bong Bong Con will be happening on April 17th. So that's what this... Weekend? Literally this Saturday at 2 a.m. for us East Coast Standard Time people. Oh, 2 a.m. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm really hyped. I'll be awake. I had a stress dream about not having my army bomb at the ready last night, which I like already tweeted about. I dreamed I was in this tiny auditorium and like RM and Jen were right there. And I was like in the front row but didn't have my army bomb. And I was like, what if they don't know that I left them? <laughs> So, like, yeah, anyway, um, I'm super hyped for that. I'll be digging my army bomb out of storage because I'm pretty sure it synced up last year, right? Or am I remembering the live? And the I concerts? think it did. Yeah. It was a blur because it was midnight. So Yep, middle of the middle of the night for us. Uh, I think I didn't use mine because I just had, like, no energy to even <laughs> pull it out and try and sync it up. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um. So they're going to be showing BTS Live Trilogy Episode 1, BTS Begins, Memories of 2015. They're going to be showing BTS Fifth Muster, 
Magic Shop in Busan, and they're going to be showing BTS World Tour Speak Yourself, Sao Paulo, which I am so happy that it's not like five different concerts for two days because that was a mess okay that was my next question for you I was like did I imagine that it was like the whole weekend last time and then I was trying to remember like how long is this gonna run because I have like um a personal appointment like later on Saturday and I was like is it gonna be over by then like (laughs) am I just out of commission for the whole weekend yeah I think was it was it two or three days I can't remember. I think it was two, but then, like, it ended, like, it started, like, super early Saturday morning or really late Friday night, and then, like, Mm. went all day, and then, like, went into Sunday. Uh, And then was that when we had that super long award show, or am I, like, combining weekends? I think you're combining. Okay. I just remember (laughs) that I must have sat through like most of it, but then like my sleep schedule was so messed up, um, which is like normal army life, but like it was, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It it was bad. So I'm hoping I can actually stay up and watch at at least most of this. I'm trying to remember, have they shown any of this? I don't think they have. I don't think they've showed this last time. No, no, they had different ones. Um, Yeah, it was different um, because I was just rewatching the Busan muster. So we're going to get that um, iconic, iconic with underlines and exclamation points, um, Pied Piper performance, as well as the uh, dang switch mm. between the rap and vocal line. So Right. Well, I'm wondering, okay, so how are they going to do like memories of 2015 it's gonna show like I, I don't know how memories of 2015 works but because i don't have it but i'm thinking of like the later ones and they're like multiple discs I'm like are they going to show like everything are they just going to show like one disc i don't know if it was multiple discs at that point it might have been less yeah i don't remember that far back the first memories i have is 2016 so i couldn't tell you so i don't know but um I know for like the musters and for some of the other DVDs that I have, they'll usually have like a concert DVD and then like a behind the scenes DVD Mm -hmm. um, or like their practice DVD or their travel or like some other thing. Right. right? So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, who knows? Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just show like the concert DVD Mm -hmm. in quotes uh, from that set. I'm like, dang, I want to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. I want to see, like, the behind-the-scenes of, like, the Sao Paulo DVD. I mean, I could be spitting straight lies right now. I mean, who knows? They might have it run, but you're right. A lot of the memories are, like, seven or eight hours. Exactly. So there's, like, no way. And this is not that long. Like, the times they have here, it's not for that long, so. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't remember 2015, and I'm weaker on, like, knowing some of the earlier stuff. So, um, it could be that it's shorter. I am yeah. just hoping that we don't crash YouTube. Again, like, we've grown so much. We are definitely capable of crashing YouTube, as evidenced by J-Hope's birthday V-Live, where he switched between, like, uh, V-Live, YouTube, V-Live, messaging on Weavers, and things were just, like... <laughs> barely working 
Well, I wonder how so. they how they were able to hold that many people watching at one time last time. Was it because they had like a heads up? Um, and yeah, I don't, it was I don't know. more spontaneous, so they weren't able to like up their servers. I don't know how that works. I'm not in tech, but like, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I wonder how they were able to have it work last time. I mean, we're even bigger than we were last year. Think of how many people got right. into them because of dynamite, or because of D two, or because of B, um. Or because of film out, like, I feel like every time I log into Twitter, there's all these, like, posts, like, new army looking for friends, and I'm like, cool, but also how, <laughs> like, our <laughs> logistics keep getting harder and harder, which is fine, like, the more the merrier, but, um, yeah, we'll see. I hope YouTube is getting ready. Yeah. Well, okay, I know they did the concert on Keysway, that, like, special login service. Right. But was Bong Bong Con the live, not the live, was Bong Bong Con last year on YouTube as well? So, like, okay, there was Bong Bong Con the live that was on Keysway, and then there was mm-hmm. just Bong Bong Con that was on YouTube. Okay, all right, cool. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Do you think that there will be a Bong Bong Con the live imminent? Uh, like, will we follow the same structure as last year? I'm thinking if there's no turnaround with the virus, yeah, I think we'll keep doing online concerts until there's like, you know, some change or they might do some kind of like hybrid form of online concerts with some people um, actually attending, Uh, but you probably have to like show that you're vaccinated and you're probably still wearing masks and maybe they're like socially distancing seats or something like they're not um, opening up all of the seats, you know, maybe they only let like two people attend or something and they skip like every other seat. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I think if the virus continues, maybe they'll have in-person concerts elsewhere or not here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the major cities, I don't want to say all the major cities, but the major cities where they were going to go on tour, the virus is still raging, specifically in the U.S., like New York, well, yeah. California, yeah. Florida, like, come on, like, I would not go to Florida, I, <laughs> I'm from Florida, I would, <laughs> I'm like scared yeah. to go to Florida because it's just madness down there, so I would not have a concert in Florida if I was them. I was just curious, I mean, I think if they're planning Bong Bong Con then they're already planning the live, whatever that yeah. is. So I think that's pretty imminent. So I would assume, I think last year it was in June, if I'm remembering, and we're in mid-April. So I don't think things are turning around substantially in a month and a half. I mean, I feel like the U.S. is actually doing better than some places in terms of like actual vaccine rollout, but like better is subjective. <laughs> And still not great. And obviously there's breakouts and it's getting worse. And so anyway, yeah, I assume we're having another Bong Bong Con the live concert in June. And maybe another Mott's. Well, it won't be Map of the Soul, but maybe another concert in October. Especially, actually, okay, think about this timeline. If we have a comeback in May, like everyone was proposing last time, it would make perfect sense if they have a virtual concert 
or like some kind of hybrid depending on what's going on in korea um yeah. like in korea only um for bangman khan the live because they were trying to do the new year's thing right they were trying um partially hybrid and then they canceled it so yeah. we'll see yeah. yep well interesting our last bit of news um <laughs> BCS went on an unfollows free. Um, <laughs> you don't even have to say anything else. I'm already laughing. <laughs> so they go on these unfollows freaks like, you know, every now and then. And when they do, it's just really like strange. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, why, why did you unfollow this person? And then why were you following some of these people in the first place? <laughs> so the recent list, I pulled it up. Where did it go? Okay, so they unfollowed 15 people. Um, notably, they unfollowed Tony and Nate from American Hustle Life, which, like, I don't know why they unfollowed Nate. I don't know if they were just, like, it was he posting, like, weird stuff? Like, some of these people, I'm like, yeah, like, why did you unfollow them? Were they, like, posting weird content? Like, your timeline is, like, really curated anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Nate, like, wasn't. A bad person like Nate was actually really enjoyable now Tony on the other hand <laughs> like I mean when you're talking clout chaser yeah <laughs> like Tony was all of that he was so annoying he said like some awful things about them so I'm like why did it take you this long um I, I believe he apologized but like yeah um anyway so by I feel way. like it would be that much more dramatic though if like as stuff was going down that's they true. unfollowed you know what i mean people but would be like OMG. yeah yeah <laughs> um they were following Lindsay lohan why yeah. <laughs> like, like what and yeah. then why did you unfollow miss lohan i don't understand yeah um they unfollowed conan gray which i was like dang i thought like like, they really liked him. Or wasn't it, like, Tay? I thought it was Tay, yeah. Yeah, so. What okay. if Tay is their Twitter manager? He's like, bro, we haven't collabed yet. It's not <laughs> happening. Like, all Vibe right. check failed. Like, you kind of passed, and now we're done. Um, And the funniest part is they unfollowed Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's the one that I'm, like, living for. I mean, we we literally had an episode where our byline was Jason Derulo's over party, and that was trending <laughs> for a while. And like, we made no secret of our like. It's not even that I dislike Jason Derulo's music. It was just like his clout chasing ways that were like extremely annoying, and his lack of like giving credit where credit was due. I think that one's particularly funny though because it was so recent. Like, they literally collabed less than a year ago. <laughs> with savage love right the remix and i'm like well that went south so fast which makes me wonder if like i mean i mean they are but it just reinforces to me that they're 100 aware of like what is going on all the time and like what army think about that (laughs) and i'm sure what they think about it too yeah bro we made that song i mean it was a remix right but like they ate it up and like gave it a huge boost and he was just like hyping it up on tiktok but not acknowledging them yeah i saw um 
an article that he was promoting it. I think he was on Ellen, and he, like, said that this massive K-pop group joined him. And I'm like, you can't even name them. Yeah. Bro. I, I said that he was corny and I stand on that like ten toes down like he is corny. Oh. Um and yeah. Yeah, he's lame for that. Um and yeah. I, I don't know if he even cares or if he knows that like BTS unfollowed, but I, I just find it funny. They were just like, Okay, we gave you Fake. that little collab. Here's your little number one. Fake. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Uh yeah, it does make me wonder, like, how many of their music industry friendships are, like, real and how many are, like, f- friend acquaintanceships of convenience, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Or just, like, hey, we want to do a hit together, but, like, make no mistake, we're not BFFs, <laughs> you know what I mean? But one thing we were talking about, um, and I don't know if it's, like, a recent unfollow or just has always been the case, but BTS actually doesn't even follow one of their own games, nor does their game <laughs> follow them. And, like, aside from the Jason Derulo thing, that's the other thing that cracks me up. So you were telling me that they do follow um, BTS World, but they do not follow BTS Universe Story. <laughs> and, but BTS Universe Story also doesn't follow them. Um, and the whole thing just cracks me up and I can't decide if it's cause like army were creating those really nuts, like DIY stories for a while. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, no, like there's some things that you cannot unsee or like <laughs> if it was just like, yeah, there's some kind of weird beef behind the scenes or some kind of disconnect, maybe there's no beef and they're just like not at all involved, you know, but it's just funny. Cause I mean, they had to do the voice acting for, um, bts world right like i remember them working on that for a long time yeah like have i mean i haven't played bts universe i haven't played either of them but for bts universe story like are is there even dialogue i don't know because i will not pay for like the actual <laughs> like storyline um yeah i just won't do that so <laughs> i haven't played it to know but i don't think there's at least in the unpaid portion, there's no speaking. It's just yeah. music. So yeah. I can't speak to that because I haven't played either one. I just see like what I see on my timeline. So I honestly forgot about the app. I really did. <laughs> I, like it's not even on my phone anymore. It's like in the cloud now, so I'd have to re-download <laughs> it again. <laughs> so yeah. Uh yeah i'm like who runs the twitter not that okay i know that they use the twitter but who i'm sure there's other people who have their hand in their account um yeah so i'm like who did the unfollows for like was it one of the members or was it like some social media manager and they were just like let me clean up this timeline it's looking ugly Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna unfollow to zero (laughs) yeah I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Lindsay Lohan thing, okay, I don't know if this is true, this is just me, like, follow, like, thinking back, like, in 2013, they might have had, like, a much more active hand in, like, actually managing their own Twitter account, right? I'm sure yeah. they still had someone, like, over <laughs> keeping an eye on things, right? Like, only a moderate quantity of thirst traps, right? Like, nothing too crazy. But um, I wouldn't be surprised, like, in 2021 that there's, like, multiple people, just like monitoring 24 7 you know what i mean 
Yeah. Um, not that they don't use it because I think they do, and I'm sure they all have the login as well, right? But um, and I do think they do some direct posting, but I don't know. But anyway, uh, what I was saying about the Lindsay Lohan thing is like it could have been like one of them had a crush on Lindsay Lohan back in 2011 or 2012 or 2013 or not even a crush, but was like into her, and now it's like years later and their profile's <laughs> much higher. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, interesting. I need to go look at their follow list to see who they follow. Oh, that's a hundred percent what I'm doing after this. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have seen like a thousand texts, only a slight exaggeration. Like, imagine being unfollowed by BTS. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for today's episode of Girls with Fun. We are wrapping here. We will see you next week. Yeah. I'm sure there will be much to discuss post Bong Bong Con, and I'll probably be more than a little sleep deprived. (laughs) Yeah, they always When you ask me next week and I say that I'm tired, I'll have like an actual reason (laughs) to be tired. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.